Hello and welcome to another episode of I've Never Seen the OC. We're on season four, episode five, The Sleeping Beauty. It's really weird. I don't have headphones on, <laughs> and you do. <laughs> it's just weird. It's just weird. We've been doing this podcast together for what? A year and a half. Yeah, a year. And a half. year? No, a year. January this year. Yeah, so not even a year. It feels like forever. <laughs> and this is the first time we've done it in the same room. Jane has set out a spread of uh, Max and Spencer's finest. <laughs> Did me a fancy coffee. Like, I was like, oh, can I get a coffee? She was like, what do you want, like a latte? And I was like, I'll take Nescafe, thanks. <laughs> I feel like we're kind of whispering, I don't know. I think it's because we're so... <laughs> Normally we're like, I think it's because you don't have headphones on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, but we'll, we'll adjust, but no, it's lovely. For anyone who's new to the show, welcome. Um, enjoy this rare treat of us being in the same together. <laughs> Probably going to be substantially more chaotic energy than usual, but you should be used to that. Yeah. That person over there is Jane, who I could, if I wanted to, bop her in the nose, nose. affectionately, <laughs> like Ryan did to Taylor in the last episode. Um, and she is all over the OC. She's seen a lot. She's a firm fan. Yeah, and sitting across from me, there's Heather, who has seen three seasons and five episodes yeah. of the OC. So she can no longer say that she has never seen. I've never seen it the whole way whole through. Way through. It's a lot of effort to change the title. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, we proposed a question in our last episode, which was basically, if we were to do another series after this series, what should that series be? And you lovely people over on Instagram at Never Seen the OC, I've come back in abundance with suggestions. Yeah, we've been inundated, haven't we? We have. We've had suggestions of... We've had Buffy, that comes up a few times, but we're both big Buffy fans. Can't really do that. That's what's tricky, is trying to find something that one of us hasn't Hasn't seen. seen. And the other person feels confident in their having seen it. Yeah. Um, So we now got in touch and suggested Veronica Mars, but I haven't seen that. Um, Stephen was a big fan, I've seen bits of it, but not... Yeah, I've I've not. I didn't follow it religiously or anything. Um, we've had now. I can't remember who it was that suggested it, but we had a suggestion of Gilmore Girls and One Tree Hill. We've had quite a lot actually. Yeah. He suggested One Tree Hill, didn't she? Yeah. Or Gilmore Girls. I've not seen either of them. I've seen I've seen all Gilmore Girls. I've seen One Tree Hill, but don't really remember much of. You know, these are things that I've watched. Well, yeah. we used to watch Gilmore Girls would be on all the time, but it's not nothing as much as I've watched DLC. You know, I've watched it a few yeah. times over. Have you seen Friday Night Lights? No. It's very good. Mm, okay. Well, yeah. you know, our inbox is still open. Welcome for suggestions. Uh, let us hit us with some thoughts. Hit, hit yeah. Us with some ideas. Um, a very light trigger warning before we go into this one. It's not a big one. It's not a big one. Don't worry. Um, we will be chatting about sleeping disorders, probably a bit of mental health. We've not recorded it yet. This is me just 
Thinking, yeah, and um, bereavement, um, but yeah, head to, head to one of our other ones if that doesn't sound like your jam today. Perfect. Previously on the OC, Julie's given up men, she lol. She's half it, half the boys, <laughs> and Caitlin's staying out of trouble. Sure, she um, and we had Cougar Julie, um, going to the club. Doing some crazy dancing, swinging from the chandeliers. Yeah, um, and then Caitlin got into the club with fake ID, saw her mother, and was horrified. Understandably so. It's funny because it's not our mum. Yeah. <laughs> and then Summer is over at Brown, trying to change the world. She's up in her soapbox. One solar panel at a time. One solar panel. It just, I can't stop singing. Lord, solar power. So good. So good. Seth is giving her some space to do her thing and be amazing, which is quite nice, quite important. And Taylor's getting a divorce, weirdly. Ryan came to save her when she was chatting to the lawyer and gave her a big old pash. Big old... What was passion? Married at first sight Australia. That's what it was. They were all calling it a pash. Oh, oh that's weird. horrible. It really freaked me out. Anyway, Ryan... I think that there's cats outside the fight, sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's, sometimes it's really quite terrifying. <laughs> Ryan gave her a big pash and um, a boop and gave her a wee boop and, <laughs> um, and now she loves him clearly and then Sandy was reminding him um, that getting people out of jams is his jam although I think we can be more specific and just say Ryan white knightism is your jam you yep you love it so much loves a damsel in distress so let's kick off the Quinn household um, and Ryan is up watching Bollywood films at 2.30am yes and Seth has been dreaming that Summer married um, Ralph Nader. I don't know who that is. I googled it. He's like an activist. It was very of that time. But yeah, and he's going to give Summer a week before calling her. Um, and it turns out that, yeah, Ryan's really been struggling with his sleeping. And then we've got this sort of little sequence of Seth's like, oh, if you're awake, I'm awake. And then it turns out that you just see Seth snoozing in a variety of positions and Ryan, I think that's just hindering his getting to sleep even more and before we know it, it's morning. Yeah. Have you ever suffered from insomnia or sleeping problems? Not really. I can sleep anywhere. Um, I, I did, especially at uni. For like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, for like two or three years. I was probably getting like four hours sleep a night. Oh, gosh. I get to sleep. Um, and it wasn't like every some nights I would have like an hour, but yeah, mm-hmm. I would just like for more than four hours at a time for like three years. Oh, yeah, there, that's awful. Awful. And then I got some wonderful sleeping tablets, mm. which if that's the route you choose to go down, then I would recommend yeah. getting it. Um, but it's so weird because you would sleep, you would physically sleep, but it wasn't like sleeping, it wasn't mm-hmm. like proper sleeping. Yeah. It was unconscious, which was quite nice. Do you sleep with your like watch on? No. Yeah, because you know you can get like the sleep. Yeah, I don't know how much I I believe it, but when it tells me I've had like a really good long sleep, I'm like, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Check me. No, I know the only real consequence of that is I get um, quite a CD of sleeping. Right. Okay. Like I have to have my routine, or I get like really yeah. stressed and like upset. Yeah, it's really funny you should say that. Um, my niece, she's nine, but she is like very much knows she needs her sleep and she gets quite stressed out when she doesn't and she went to her first sleepover last Saturday and on Sunday she was like dead she was just sitting in the garden like 
totally we had the we were over there in the afternoon she was just so spaced out and you're like are you okay Iris she's like yeah I'm just, I'm just just a little zoned out and like she was totally zonked by six o'clock like all our wee pals were the same um but yeah if she gets she averages on something she gets like 12 hours sleep a night wow. it's nuts well apparently Jenny has two years and nine hours sleep a night yeah well it's worked for her yeah mm-hmm. no I would I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Cuts to morning and Kirsten wakes Seth up and she's sort of like moaning at him while he's sleeping on the couch because he's on the sofa. He must yeah. have, he's gone into the living room. And then um, Sandy comes in from Sarthen. He's been out embracing the morning and Kirsten is moaning about how she wants a new slogan for the business. Yes. Love smudge. Or I love schmuv for love <laughs> Um, but then we've got Taylor enters um, and she's, she's quoting some Shakespeare. Love is a smoke made with the fumes of sighs, um, being purged a fire sparkling in lover's eyes. We bit of Romeo there. <laughs> but yeah, Taylor, <laughs> this seems mental, but like there's there's so much crazy stuff in this entire episode. Um, but yeah, Taylor, she said she's bringing papers over or something that she found in Jilly's or whatever. Basically a big fat excuse and she goes to take Ryan a coffee and she's got like this gorgeous like up hairdo and she's wearing like a little black dress at like what 8am in the morning or something and then she like checks herself in the mirror and sort of stalks out to the pool house in the cones she looks great but the cones are just like looking on totally incredulous and it's just like is she for real um they're all totally dumbfounded but it's brilliant Oh, nice. Be careful everything here. Um, (laughs) Yes, so this is quite funny as well. Ryan comes out of the... He's obviously been in the shower, so he comes out and he's topless and Taylor's like, easy girl, like giving herself a pep talk. I mean, we all have to have that pep talk sometimes. Keep keep it in your pants, guys. Keep it in your pants. Um, This is where she goes into this big huzzah about like how he saved her life. Which is a bit over dramatic in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and she's very much like, I'm at your command, anything you want, anything at all. And you're like, be a bit more subtle, Taylor. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, oh, you could hand me, hand me that shirt for stars. Um, and she just keeps leaning on thick. Like, in some cultures, if you save someone's life, you're bound to them forever. <sighs> and you're just like, oh, man. She looks beautiful, but she mm. looks insane. Like, yeah, it's almost unhinged, isn't it? Yeah. And she keep, they keep, it's really well done, actually. You keep getting these frames of her kind of like smiling, but like manic. Yeah. Smiling. Like she looks deranged. Yeah. Um, but the cones are spying on them. And then she comes in and she's like, oh, I never appreciated how funny Ryan is. And she's like, oh, life, such a journey. Have a nice day. And they're all just like, she said Ryan was funny. And I know they've, picked, they've played on this before, but I feel like they really overdo it in this episode. It's just yeah. constant. Oh, Ryan, Ryan's funny. Ryan said something funny. Ryan. Yeah. And maybe this is him like coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Starting to get a bit of sparkle back in it. Mm. Can only hope. Um, but yeah, we've got, we're then a bit of Phantom Planet opening credits. And we are at the Roberts residence where Dr. Roberts 
no longer resides, and Julie's got a guy in her bed. She also looks absolutely smoking. She looks brilliant in this whole episode. Julie, is that looking Yeah, they all look great though. I think I was thinking this even, all their hairs look amazing. Yeah, I think they've got a new stylist. Mm, who knows? I noticed Kristen's hair the last couple episodes. Yeah, really nice. Caitlin's as well. Oh, a wonderful array of hair. Yeah. Anyway, um, she's kicking this lad out of her bed. Apparently he's German. She's like, Schnell, Yeah. Which I very much enjoyed. Um, so he's creeping on downstairs, walks through the kitchen, and Caitlin turns around and goes, Are you my new daddy? Which I thought was comedy. Yeah, gold. it was great. So funny. Um, and then it turns out like that's her personal, um, Julie's personal trainer. Hans. Uh, who Caitlin describes as a Bavarian beefcake. Mm-hmm. True. And um, he sneaks off. Well, doesn't really sneak off. Yeah. Wanders off. Julie comes downstairs and she's like, oh, I thought my personal trainer might have popped over this morning. Yeah, she's totally creeping about, isn't she? Like, um, But like Caitlin can just see exactly what's going on. And she's just clearly just a bit like, oh, this is not, this is not okay, mum. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Just some pretty weird. I think... Um, Willa Holland's actually really good in this episode. Yeah, it's great. Um, we can talk more as we go on, but yeah, I think it's um, it's really convincing. Yeah. And I'd really like the relationship between Julie and Caitlin. I'd yeah. sort of forgot about it. Um, it feels very mother daughtery. Yeah. Like especially mother daughtery of like a divorced mum who's a bit wild and yeah, like, yeah, it's, it feels quite believable that this situation would potentially arise. Yeah. She's so subtle, isn't she? Um, but yeah, Seth is just like, oh, here we go. And she's like, yeah, I mean, who would have thought it? I'd always thought that um, Ryan would be good for a bit of rough and tumble, but we've got zero in common. And Seth's like, yeah, I'd probably just ignore it. Like, you're feeling just like gas. Um, and then, oh, she's just so, everything has to be such lengthy prose for Taylor, doesn't it? Like, and she's just like, oh, it's, I mean, I felt like when we kissed, I felt like Dorothy landing in Oz. And I was seeing everything in Technicolor and Seth's just like, oh, for, yeah. But then, oh, she's just, she's so self-aware as well. But you'd think if you were that self-aware that you would try and tone it down a little, but yeah. she just can't help it. And she's like, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I'm pathetic. And she says, just because I have a psychological predilection to become romantically attached to men who are nice to me. Um, and she's like, I know exactly why it is because I was raised by like the she-wolf that is obviously Veronica Townsend. Um, yeah, she just has like this level of awareness yet continues to like not <laughs> act on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like she can she can talk the talk but like it's, it's that way when you're giving someone else life advice and they're like, oh my God, and like you're like, don't take your own advice, do you? <laughs> There's um, I've like managed a couple of people um, I have people at work and I um, have done and I feel all the time my advice to them is just like here's the stuff that I've not done and get to it that will actually benefit you and you should do it <laughs> please oh we've <laughs> all been there by my terrible example yeah and then she's basically she says she wants Seth to find out if Ryan's ready to date and Seth's just like look this isn't going to work and then she ends up Seth then calls Ryan 
and you can see them because the comic store is upstairs from the tackle place and he's just like are you ready to date and Ryan's like I have no idea so, okay cool and hangs up how much time are we assuming has passed it must be like October September October right what do we have let's go back to the when was that when Thanksgiving mm, oh gosh this, oh I should know this because my friend Siobhan has an annual Thanksgiving's like November is it not so it must be between Thanksgiving October November we do not have Christmas yet. Yeah, so if we think episode one, how many months later were we talking? Three months later. Three months later, yeah, so... Yeah. So Marissa presumably died end of college, end of high school, which I'm assuming will be like May. May, June, yeah. May, June. It's now only November, December. That's still too soon, man. Considering... How it all went down, yeah. it most definitely is. And Bojack only got arrested, like... Last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Um, look, again, like, Taylor is so self-aware. She's so educated. She clearly has an understanding of, like, therapy and, you know, healing and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. At what point is she not going to be, like, clearly Ryan's going to be really suffering off the back of the whole whole chick stuff last, last time? Yeah, I've just had a wee look at the episodes and we're two episodes away from the Christmaca. Yeah. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. Remember um, who was it? Oh my god, I can't remember. Uh, one of our listeners um, made of the calendar. That's right. That was amazing. Oh god, was it Eloise? I can't remember. I remember that from the live episode. It was amazing. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I can't remember your name, but this is like the biggest shout out because we had a lot of issues in series. That means throughout the entire series. Yeah. About the timeline for this show because it does get a bit blurry about what's yeah. happening when. Um, we're only really signposted with festivality. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe we could get off the season four. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, so Seth is basically warning her off, but then he gives her, he's like, Ryan hasn't really been sleeping, and Taylor's like, hmm, a little light bulb moment there for her. So yeah, we can see where that's going. We're then over to Brown, and we see Summer and Che breaking into a lab um, that has lots of bunnies. I'm obsessed with this storyline. Yeah, and they... I don't care about anything else. Yeah, they have disguised themselves as cleaners and they're going to free the bunnies. Yeah, they're going to break in and um, free the bunnies. So they've stolen this key. Presumably they're going to go back at a later date. And then we cut to Caitlin, who is at her tennis lesson and... Hitting on our hot instructor. Yeah, who very rightly is like, I'm not going to date you. You're yeah, you're 15. <laughs> um, yeah, she's just a bit relentless, isn't she? Um, and yeah, I think she's like, oh, so a kiss is out of the question. Um, but I, right, I don't play tennis. I know it's pretty difficult. I am just so there for the aesthetic. Like, I love tennis wear. It's so. Adidas have done the most amazing range and it's little like cream and green. It's so nice. I also, so, there's a real uh, fashion moment of kind of plaid skirts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I keep seeing people wear them and I'm like, oh, that looks so cute. And I'm like, I just never thought my midlife crisis would involve a plaid, plaid skirt, skirt. middle party. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I just can't rock a middle party, but yeah, very 90s resurgence just now, isn't there? I'm here for it, I'm so here for it. I have, mm. though, accepted I'm too old for the yeah. plaid skirt, too old. 
No such thing, Heather. There's a lot of a lot of nineties fashion I'm happy to get down with, but like dressing like a schoolgirl when you're thirty. Yeah. Really goes against everything we said about sexualising children. Yeah. So a lot of those curses. When are when are when's the naughty resurgence? I want to start wearing like low dyed massive bench jeans <laughs> that trail on the ground and studded belts and stuff again. Yeah. Or like I really want um, dresses over jeans. Oh time. yeah, do you remember um, Scousers? Oh my god, Scousers, <laughs> there is a word I have never heard of forever. Yeah, um, not to be confused with Scousers, um, who are <laughs> people who hail from Liverpool, um, but yeah, Scousers, for those of you that are not familiar with the term, were probably, I think I was maybe like first and second, second year high school, so yeah. early noughties, where it was like a skirt over trousers, yeah. but they would be like the same colour, so imagine plate of like black school trousers with like a black skirt attached to them or did you ever get it was like a bit that would velcro around the front so it would just be like a skirt from the front Uh, over trousers what like who where did that come from i have no idea i definitely used to wear them in first year yeah likewise i remember having a pair so oh gosh dedicated followers of fashion yeah Maybe we should bring scousers back. Oh. Do you take on me? Do you take on um, I don't even know what we're talking oh, we were talking about tennis attire and we just went off on a massive tangent. Um, but we've then got, we cut to Julie who's calling her PT. Um, presumably she's giving hands a call saying like, when can I see you next? But she is stopped in her tracks when she sees Caitlin's tennis guy, when she sees Spencer and Caitlin's raging. She is livid. Yeah. I love it as well because when Julie's walking up, she goes, easy girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Love it. So we can see where, where this one's going. We've then got Sandy arriving at the new um, office premises for Kirsten and he brings her a little gift for her new office and it's a Wonder Woman paperweight that he got discounted from the comic store. That's 100% not going to go with um, yeah. No, it's really not. I mean, if we remember the Newport group a la season one, it had a good look and yeah. women is not in it. Nah, it really isn't. But Kirsten's like, oh, I think it might just be a souvenir. Turns out, right, I didn't really get any of this either. So a woman who has a huge dating service in Laguna is retiring and selling them all her clients. But surely you must be quite a shit dating service if you've got loads of clients that are like long term. Like surely the idea is like you set them up and want the next one. And anyway, yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, apparently they've had a better offer. Um, four times as much money as Kirsten and Julie were able to offer. And this is when we get the introduction. The first time we hear about Gordon Bullet. Now I'd sort of forgot about. Um, bullet and then I was like oh you know that way it's totally triggered and I was like there is so much to come here so yeah Um, yeah he is an oil tycoon he's very yeah yeah but yeah he ticks a lot of boxes in the old stereotype doesn't he Yeah. How did they still have all the the money and how did they just have loads of savings? Because remember when Caleb Caleb left, left them nothing. Caleb left them nothing. The Newport group, um, group went bust. 
Yeah, maybe him and Matt did some dodgy stuff that we just didn't see on screen. <laughs> but yeah, obviously going to all these glitzy events and having all this money makes for better TV, doesn't it? So yeah, Sandy's going to put in touch with this Gordon Bullet, and hopefully he'll give him some funding and he's like, oh, you could get him in there with Julie as well, use our, our charms. And yeah. I'm in love with this. Like, honestly, the whole bunny storyline. You love it. Shay and Summer are back. They've got the key. They're breaking in. And Summer specifically says to Shay, did you find out what they're doing to the bunnies? Because why would you break them free if, you know, they're living a little bit? Because Shay's a dick. But Shay is going to play his flute. Oh, fuck off, Shay, honestly. Follow him. Sure. <laughs> follow, follow him into the forest with a creepy, creepy bunny pie piper. Oh. This is where... Summer meets the true love of her life. Fuck Seth, Seth Owen. Seth Owen. Pancakes. Which is the cutest relationship I think I've ever seen on screen. <laughs> she describes him as a little fat bunny. Yeah. She just, that's it. That's them. The love of her life. They're freeing all the rabbits and the alarm goes off and yeah, they flee the scene. Uh, honestly, I just hate Chase so much. Yeah, he's... I, Let's talk about it yeah. I know. Before I even we even got there, though, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like he's so yeah. Anyway, we're back at the Cones, and Ryan is reading a comic book, and we find out that it's three a.m. and Taylor calls him, and she is apparently very up on her sleeping disorders. Although she only sleeps very Thatcher-esque, she sleeps yes. four hours a night because anything more is unproductive. Sorry, but your skin does not look like that if you get four hours of sleep a yeah. night. Exactly. Well, that's probably why she's only sleeping for her. <laughs> but she is going to help him, and um, she's going to meet him at the diner tomorrow at eight a.m. Did you notice? I think Taylor has the same bed, bed sheets as Summer. Summer. Yeah. Oh, she'll be in Summer's bed. Yeah, right? yeah that's so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally not clicking, but yeah, Taylor Townsend definitely sleeps in silk sheets, doesn't she? <laughs> Right, it's 6am, Taylor is up and at him, Ryan has not slept but is also on the move. They are at the, I was going to say the bait shop, that's what no, she's thinking. I know, at the, the diner. And she's very much like, relax, just be normal. And in a very unreassuring way, it's like, insomnia can go on for like months. Like, we really need to like, you know, get this sorted. And she just hits out with the question, how yeah. much of this really is related to Marissa? Wow. Wow, yeah. Um... Yeah, she's pretty um, candid in her approach. But Ryan says, look, actually, it started after Thanksgiving. And she says, yeah, right after Volchek was arrested. (laughs) And then she goes into, yeah, well, you were going to bed every night and you were waking up with the thought of the next day that you had to, like, get revenge and seek out Volchek. But now you don't have that. Like, your life has no purpose. I mean, like, what's the point of going to bed? What's the point of getting up? And it's like, brilliant, Taylor. And Ryan's a bit like, Okay, yeah, that does make sense. Um, and she's like, oh, I'm such an awesome sleep therapist. And then Ryan's like, cool, shakes hands and leaves. Is this not a heart back to when she was doing sex therapy with sex? Yeah. Summer? And it's that thing where it's like, you mm-hmm. are actually very good at this. Yeah. Like, but also... You can't you practice, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can't practice on your friends. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway, after that horrifically awkward handshake, um, Julie is here playing tennis and looking bloody spectacular. To, now, this is probably one of my favourite songs ever. To Modest Mouse, Float On. It was such a weird choice of song for this scene, I thought. I was like, why? Yeah. Um, but always lovely to hear it. But yeah, she's sort of like prancing about, isn't she? And Caitlin is raging. Livid. Like, absolutely livid. And you hear her just being like, this is supposed to be my lesson. And Julie's like, isn't it fun doing mother-daughter things? Trying to get pumped is not Yeah, a not a mother-daughter activity. activity. Jesus. No, not okay. And then we just have like a tennis montage of Julie getting sexy with the uh, Spencer. And uh, then Caitlin chucks her racket over the wall and that is it. Yeah. And we then went at the golf course. And this is our first introduction to Mr. Gordon Bullet. How would you describe him, Heather? Who does he remind you of? Are you a fan of Simpsons? Yeah, uh, not, I wouldn't be able to yeah. tell you. Yeah, I've, I've seen it a couple of times, you know. <laughs> yeah. He, the character, like, there's a, a gun-tooting Texas guy in The Simpsons mm-hmm. who's, like, a total stereotype of, like, a southern state man with money. And this is exactly him. Yeah. Like, if he lived in real life, this is who he would be. Also has um, wits of, remember in Legally Blonde, the second one, when Bruiser falls in love with the other dog and then there's a state senator. You've not seen it. Here's Jane seen probably, by the way, the amount of backlash I got for her have not seen The Devil Wears Prada. Oh it was insane. <laughs> I'm just... Legally Blonde too. Also. Okay, right. <laughs> okay, well, if you know, you know. But anyway... Just really stereotypical. Even the fact that like he whips out a cigar. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's important. And, like, yeah. Yeah, those those commies are. What is it? He says something about all oh, those commies are good for something. Yeah. It's like they're Cuban. And it, it, it meets like a homophobic comment. He meets quite a racist comment mm-hmm. about Arabs. Like yeah. that's right. Yeah. I mean, his accent is delicious, and I can literally hear him talk all day. Like if my inner monologue had a southern state accent, that would be. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't seem like a great guy. Doesn't seem like a great guy. And this whole situation just seems far too perfect. That he's just like he's looking to invest some money, and it just you know that way where you're just like, all right, okay. Yeah, I'm also wondering what I'd have thought about this at the time. Would you have cared? I don't think. I think I'd have either. just been like, oh, old rich guy saying some inappropriate things. Ha ha. Like yeah. you know, I don't think. Whereas you're just like, oh, it's. Yeah, we normally love an adult storyline though. Like, yeah. We're all here for it. And yeah. This is just like quite a disappointing one, I thought. Mm. <laughs> I can definitely hear you eating these. Sorry. She's got like watsits or something, so we're just like <laughs> skips. To be fair, this is karma just getting me because my brother this morning was lying on the sofa reading his book, having a real peaceful time, and I came in with my coffee and was, you know, looking at my phone. And just started eating some fortune cookies left over from oh. last night, which are the noisiest things to crunch. I hadn't even got two bites in and Callum was just like, could you crunch that, Amy? Oh, Stephen, like, what's it called when you, there is a name for it when like you, it's like you can't deal with the sounds of people chewing. Um, and Stephen gets quite, like, really, really bothers him. And do you ever have those crisps from Marks and Spencers that are, we're not sponsored by Marks and Spencers in this podcast, would like to be, but um, yeah, they're like all the different shapes. So you get like circular, yeah, 
they're so good. Like we ate so many of the salt and pepper ones last night. Anyway, but they are like noisiest crisps on earth. And like you can just see Stephen, like he's like, don't put them out and people come round. So we don't know how they're going to, we don't know how they're going to eat them. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Sorry if you hate the sound of people eating, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we're then at the restaurant, the taco place. Yeah. We've got Seth and Ryan. I know, oh, so bloody weird. Taylor turns up and she's like, I'd like the keys to Ryan's room because I need to get his room ready for tonight. Yeah. This is just batshit, this stuff. Okay. And Seth. That. Yeah, totally. And Seth's like, look, no, I'm not getting involved in your weirdo seduction. And then she goes down. So they're basically having this argument and keep sending Ryan away because they don't want Ryan to know that what's going down but he's like she again I love Taylor but it's like she makes everything about her and she's like I know what you're thinking you're thinking I'm not good enough she's no Marissa and it's like you're competing with a dead person you know like get a grip it's pretty well but I do love the fact that Seth is watching are you a therapist do you have a certificate this is not trying to make her be like yeah this is nuts but yeah but I don't know, like, see what she said, like, um, I know I'm not Marissa or, like, I'm not, I'll never, whatever she says. Like, it's almost, like, insinuating that that's what Seth's problem is. Yeah. And it's like, no. Like, it's like looking out for his friend and this is not normal, rational behaviour. Yeah, and this is what she needs. Like, she needs, you know, we've all got, you know what it's like, especially when you're younger and stuff, and there is someone, if you feel strongly about someone, love gets us to do crazy things. But you need a pal to be like, no, that's insane, don't do that. Yeah. Or like we've all said that to a pal, and whether they do it or not anyway, but you know, you need, but she's, I guess, not had the voice of reason before, you know. We're then over at Brown, and Summer asks, we see Amber again, we like Amber, Summer's... Yeah, <laughs> Summer's roommate, and she's like, "Did Seth call?" And she's like, "No, but the dean's office did." Dun, dun, dun. And this is where, like, she comes in, like, just afterwards, and it turns out the dean wants to see him as well. And who was it? is it? Amber or she that talks about the rabbits? And it's actually the rabbits were. It's Amber, like, yeah, because yeah, Amber's like, "Yeah, somebody's see the bunny's free." And Summer's like, "Well, maybe they were just um, freeing them because blah blah blah," and she's like. Um, they were just like studying their social yeah. um, interactions and yeah. Summer's a bit like, oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, all I've written down is Chi is so annoying. Shut up, Kay. Okay. Shut up, Chi. And pancakes is under the bed. Pancakes under the bed. Um, it turns out the scientist had picked out Chi and Summer from Facebook. Facebook. And nice little ref. <laughs> one of the first references yeah. on Facebook on a TV show. And yet, Summer goes down the street and like, I don't think I can lie. And he's like, of course you can. No more than the wind can lie. Oh, shop, honestly. <laughs> and then his alarm goes off and he's like, oh, that's me. I need to go and write a song. Oh, honestly. Yeah. And then we get a, a little pancake. Mm-hmm. Caitlin wants Spencer to see her in her bikini. Yeah. Bold look. Yeah. I, do you know, I love Caitlin's energy. Like, she's a confident yeah. young gal. She is, but she also is a young gal, isn't she? And you notice it later on when she's talking to Taylor and she's just giving her all this shite advice that's clearly the advice of a 15-year-old girl. <laughs> a 15-year-old girl with like one, two, you know. 
Yeah. And I also thought this was like a strong look as well. She looks like she's in like a Quicksilver or a Roxy advert in like the noughties because she's got like the kind of board shorts on and they're so low. And then, yeah, but she's with um, the twins. The twins. Um, and yeah, basically, Julie and Spencer are like shagging with clothes on. <laughs> it's wild. But yeah, she's like she's as she's walking towards when she sees them snogging, she's like, I have real feelings for this, and then like trails off as like yeah. and, he's, and one of the voices like looks like your mom has feelings for him, but <laughs> oh, it's yeah, they are. I quite I quite like them as a wee trio. Um, yeah, so Caitlin looks devastated. Um, I, I mean, you just, if you think of what you're like as a 15 year old girl, I imagine you fancied someone and they were maybe going out with someone else, and you're like, I can't compete. Like, imagine that person's your smoking mother. Like, <laughs> I know the injustice. Uh, okay, night time at the Coens, and Ryan is heading to his room, uh, and Taylor is here with uh, candles on and jammies. And he's literally just like, oh my god. And this is nuts, by the way. Like, it's really wild. Many people sleep better with a warm body beside them. First of all, I don't think that's factually true. No. Like, most people sleep better on their own. Star shaped in the yep. centre of a large double bed. Yep. No. Um, and then she's like, oh, don't worry. It's not sexual. And then it's just, it's so uncomfortable. And he specifically says to her, like, you don't like me, do you? And she's like, oh my goodness, no, 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 no. And it's just like, that was your moment. Imagine this was Ryan pursuing Taylor. Exactly. Like, imagine, comes, you come in to find your room, like, candles everywhere. And, oh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to sleep next to you. Um, bullshit and some yeah it's not sexual like it's it's very pushy you know anyway he's just like look do you like me and she totally goes into denial doesn't she's oh no 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 only his only his friends only his friends and then follows up with and we'll start with a massage can you imagine like you're totally right if that was ryan and he was like oh can i just give you a massage it's not sexual you would be like no but 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 but, no exactly consent guys consent is important you know what's also important We've mentioned from the safety police. Don't go to bed with candles on. It's not okay. Yeah. It's not okay. <sighs> anyway, um, cut to the next morning. And I like, yeah, I like how raging Seth is about this whole thing. I think it's very believable and I think it's a good, yeah, I just, I quite liked how it was dealt with. Anyway, he brings Ryan coffee and it's just like, what the fuck? Why is Taylor here? And then Ryan comes in and I think, it's just a really awkward situation. It's like, did Taylor sleep here? And it's like, um, well, she did, I didn't. So obviously the sleep therapy hasn't worked. Um, and she's like, right, we need to adjust the plan for tonight. And he's just like, look, Taylor, thanks. But this is something that you work for myself. And they have a wee handshake. And then you can already see her, right? What's plan B? You know, you can see the, the cogs turning. Even the simple fact, Seth, is like, this is too weird for this time in the morning. I'm like, yes. Yes. yes it is. Yeah. It's just so, yeah. I don't, I really just don't like Taylor being made out to be like this bunny boiler like, yeah. as a character. I just don't really believe it, to be honest. Like, she can be super intense sometimes, but like, this is too far. Yeah, it's too, yeah, again, it's sort of in conflict with this idea that she's got this like sort of sexual premise as well yeah. that, yeah, it's, I don't know. 
like I just not so much anymore because I think if Ali said it I would murder him but like you know like previous boyfriends or like when we were younger guys would be like oh my god girls are crazy oh yeah oh, f- are crazy they're yep. just mental they're insane yep like this is totally yeah it really does that like all women are slightly unhinged especially if they're in love and you're like no yeah well it's that thing as well like I I was reading something recently and it's you know if so say your boyfriend or whoever someone you're seeing um, doesn't text you like after a night out and you're phoning or you're texting and they've not come home and it's like oh that like that's insane and it's like if one if that was one of your friends or like if it was a female that's completely normal it's like the whole ghosting thing you know like it's that's not psychotic it's normal if someone that you're in close contact with or to, and then you just don't hear from them yeah you know like it's it's safety before any but it, like like you say it gets sort of misconstrued as oh yeah like absolutely insane wouldn't leave me alone it's so overbearing ah uh-huh. Checking yeah. Like, and also, how difficult is it to text? Oh, yeah. Literally, you can do it while you're having a piss, like multitask, <laughs> and just be like, "Oh, I'll be home at this time," or "Don't wait up," or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we don't. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't. <laughs> um, yeah. So we then cut to the Roberts residence, and Julie's sort of wanting to know more about bullets. She's on the phone to Caitlin, isn't she? Um, she's on the point phone to Kirsten at this point, isn't she? She seems slightly affronted that Kirsten Kirst- yeah. Sandy's used it as a piece of meat. But she's going to go to this sort of benefit type thing that Sandy is putting on tonight. Bill's going to be there. And Caitlin's like, oh, I'd quite like to come to that. And you can already see Caitlin's got a cunning plan, yeah. But Julie's like, oh, that's so nice to see you taking an interest in charity work. And then we're at Brown and Summer's sitting in front of the board of Dean's. Yeah. And she totally cracks. She's like, yep, I, I did it. Right. But she, yeah, but she just won't grasp Chi up. No, very loyal. I yeah, she is. She could dig. Um, and this is, I've written it down and I was like, she needs to grasp him. Yeah, she needs to grasp him so much. But like, so we're going to get onto it because ultimately, in a couple of scenes away, so come back, we'll circle back. Ultimately, she grasses on her. And I'm like. He doesn't want to grasp on her. Yeah. But I'm like. It's so difficult because you want to be loyal, but also if I was being threatened with being kicked out of uni, I definitely would have asked them to. 100%. And you need to think of like the money they pay to go to uni and stuff as well. Yeah. You know, it's like your future for this absolute idiot that is like sailed you up the river. Um, yeah. But she's like, look, I've changed so much here. Like, I can't lie to you. Like, I'm not going to tell you who did it with me, but like, here's the part I played in this yeah. specific bit. And then <laughs> one of the deans is like, there's still one rabbit missing. And the whole thing is, like, she can't lie. She doesn't want to lie. And it <laughs> just <laughs> rolls off her tongue, doesn't it? She's like, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Yes, you do. Pancakes under your bed because <laughs> he is the key. The key uh, he's the main character. Yeah, in the story, he is. Uh, but yeah, we're back at the Roberts and Caitlin is looking for a little lip gloss. Um, and Taylor's just lying on the bed being depressed um, and then she starts telling Caitlin all her drama like what if you like a guy and he doesn't like you what should you do and then oh, Caitlin's like well you should just get like dressed up so you look really hot and like go somewhere you know he's going to be and like touch his arm and, like dance and yeah I mean is he, is he into like is yeah. yeah it's just terrible chat isn't it it's very 
That's such a good idea. Wow. It's like you're meant to be like this sex goddess who is seducing French men and getting married and you're taking advice from a 15-year-old. Yeah, with shit advice. Yeah. This really harks back to season one when, like, Summer and Marissa were getting changed and, like, trying on each other's clothes. Yeah. Hey, gals. Ever spent time with a woman? Ever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Even the fact that Caitlin's like, oh, where's my lip gloss? Yeah, and if she says it's like... The, the bee something that's like very it reminded me of do you remember those lipstick lip glosses and stuff that were really you put them on they were meant to like make your lips bigger plump it yeah like <laughs> yeah and you felt like a bit like your face was totally numb and by it but I was like yeah that feels like it was very of the time as well and again going round in circles it's back again yeah. but then we're over at the yacht club and we've got Sandy and Kirsten are having a chat and Julian Bullet are having a chat about him shooting deer, just, yeah. <laughs> just casual, yeah, in. just Texas things. things. Um, oh, and then Taylor turns up looking absolutely fabulous and red. It really, she's like the red emoji dancing emoji, isn't she? She's exactly like the red dancing emoji. Also, remember like our favorite Taylor outfit when she was at prom, yeah, of yeah, it does, doesn't it? She suits red, she really suits red. Ryan just looks a bit nonplussed, doesn't he? He's yeah. just a bit like. Oh, and then there's this like we should dance and he's like nah I don't really do dance and she's like, oh but the exercise will tire you out and then she like totally slinks onto the dance floor like shaking her arse and it's just, oh, it's just it's so cringy like, obviously Marissa and I had all those like oh my god I don't dance oh come on just dance like, yeah it's trying to give them that isn't it yeah like, I don't know I just find this so it's much more complicated in real life would be yeah. yeah I don't I don't love it as a as a storyline to be honest mm. but yeah um we've got Julie and Kirsten are sort of chatting and then the next thing Caitlin arrives with Spencer yeah. who turns out to be Gordon's son yeah that is Bullet Jr right yeah. here this is just so funny and I love the fact they shot it because like we find out that's the son and then like Julie goes what and then Caitlin goes what and then Kirsten's like oh my god and just walks away, walks away. And yeah it's, it's really well done how well has Caitlin's plan worked out because she didn't even realise the connection yeah. so it's like so oh, two birds one stone and all that um, but yeah Seth's outside and we've got a wee moment with him and Sandy he's like kind of calls Summer and they're talking about different time zones so I think he wanted to leave it like exactly a week or something so he's yeah. waiting till like three minutes past ten and then Seth sort of unloads all his sort of reservations about Taylor and Ryan. And Sandy makes the point that, yeah, you wouldn't put them together, but you would never have put you and Summer together a few years ago. Yeah. Um, and human connection could be good for him. So he's like, yeah, don't rule it out. And then we cut back to Ryan and Taylor, who are dancing. And she's laughing. Joking, just joking about the fact that he used to be the president of the I, We Hate Taylor Club. And he makes a joke that he's like, I wasn't the president, I was guessing the secretary, I just took notes. And it's just, yeah. It's oh my god, cute. Ryan made a joke. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. then he goes off to get a drink, and Seth comes in having had that chat with yeah. Sandy to be like, um, look, why wouldn't you want to date Taylor? Like, she's smart, she's funny, mm-hmm. this would be good for you. Yeah. And this is what Ryan loudly and proudly says. Forget about it. I'm not going to date Taylor. And obviously, obviously she's in your shot. Yeah. And she runs out and Ryan runs after her and she's just like, I know you'll think I'm crazy. And she's like, don't worry. Next week I'll be obsessed with like, guys, give him your parking ticket. Like just 
totally a bit like, woe is me, or what am I like? But she's wildly, wildly dramatic. She told Vibe she's not interested in dating him. Why would her reaction to her overhearing that be like, oh, don't worry, mate, I don't want to date you anyway? Yeah. Like, I don't understand why she's stormed out. I don't understand why she's so upset in front of him. Like, yeah, she loves the drama. But for someone who's so, I don't want to say manipulative, but for someone who's so self-aware and so yeah. like, emotionally intelligent and can, like, read a room and read a situation, yeah. she could have saved that so much better. Yeah, totally. Um, but, yeah, Caitlin sort of pulls Julie up, doesn't she? And she's like, look, mum, I really liked Spencer, but you just had to have him. You were meant to be swinging off men, but there you are, like, dancing in the club. Now you're playing off these two guys against each other. And then Julie just the sort of penny drops for her, doesn't it? And she's like, oh, my God, I'm an arsehole. Yeah, I've just been a Yeah, it's just, it's all a bit weird, though, isn't it? This level of chat with your mum. Yeah, I just... I very much believe that women should be able to do what they want, sleep with what they want, mm-hmm. etc., etc. But I just like Julia is a good mum. Yeah. Apart from you know when she slept with Marissa's boyfriend, but ultimately she's a good mum. Yeah. And I just don't believe that it would have got to this stage before she was like, oh, I should probably stop. Yeah. Caitlin seeing my conquest. Yeah. But she apologizes. She apologizes, and then we've. We're back at Brown and Summer is waiting for Che, who is a big grass. He snitches, get stitches. Yeah. Oh, but he's not even, he doesn't grass it up. He blames everything that he has done on her and then says to her, oh, we needed a scapegoat and you're it. Yeah. Honestly, I can't, I didn't even bother writing much down for this because it's just infuriating. He's, he's infuriating. so manipulative. Like, it's just that, like... That hippy-dippy shit. It's like, not even hippy-dippy shit for me. It's white entitled men mm-hmm. who think they are more important than anything yeah. else because he comes out and he's like oh have I even you know achieved anything this last year to which she's obviously like oh, I done this yeah so yeah yeah much. and then she was like oh are you getting kicked out and he's like oh I'm not but you are because you were the scapegoat because as you just said I'm too important for the movement so I can't leave so I've just grasped you in for all this stuff like it's so that level of entitlement just disgusting yeah it stinks it absolutely stinks Uh, and she loses her shit um, which I'm very much here for yeah meanwhile back at the yacht club Caitlin goes to speak to Bullet to see if she can convince him to to go into business with Julie and Kirsten and again this sort of triggered like stuff that I remember as well they've got like quite good chat they sort of bounce off um, one another and yeah she's like look my mum is awesome she could be the best investment you ever make and just like that, he invests. Because 15-year-old girls are renowned for the, their negotiation skills with business tycoons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely love. Caitlin and Julie are leaving. Carson comes over and is like, oh, Bill, it's coming by the office on Monday. Because it turns out Caitlin's persuaded him. And then, yeah, it's just, sure. If that's if that's the way you want to write the story, guys. Yeah, sure, whatever. But yeah. Turns out Julie's ended at the Spencer and they are going to get ice cream. From the hot ice cream guy. Yeah, from the hot ice cream guy. That's my girl. Leopard doesn't change its spots and all that. Um, Taylor is in Seth's room with tea for Ryan because it turns out she had insomnia the year before and this tea really did the trick. Um, and she's too embarrassed to give it to him. Fair play, so she should be. I just, I can't get over how shit this writing is. Like, yeah, it's just going around in circles, isn't it? Um, and then she's like, oh my God, what am I doing? And oh, yeah, so she goes and she gives him the tea. And 
Ryan's just a bit like, look, you don't need to trick people into liking you. But it's just so difficult, isn't it? Because anytime you give Taylor any kind of compliment, it's like she clings on to she clings on to that initial sentence and then she's gone. Like yeah, she hear you know, rest. she doesn't hear the rest. Um, she would be terrible with the shit sandwich. It's a praise sandwich in school. Oh. Like, <laughs> Because, like, the meat is the sandwich, the meat is the shit. So you say something nice, and then you say the bad thing, or the criticism, or the feedback, or whatever. And yeah, finish off, off nice something thing. nice. And, yeah, she would not deal well with that. She yeah, just she'd just hear the first thing. But Ryan's sort of trying to let her down gently, and he's like a bit, look, oh, I wish I did feel something for you. And then she's like, kiss me. And he's like, eh, I already did that. Like, no. And she was like, just, just do it one more time. Um... So then they have, it's so, I found this so funny though. He is not moving. He is literally just standing so straight. His head makes no movement. And she's like going in all passionately. And then they're just left standing there. And then she's like, I'm sorry. And like runs out. And then Ryan's just like, sits down, doesn't he? Whoa. <laughs> Did you notice as well? It's like a really like. Oh, don't, guess, don't, like, don't. Sorry, I'm really sorry. This, yeah, this, this, this needs an ASMR trigger warning in this episode. But yeah, it's properly like... Oh, Heather, don't! so great. <laughs> I was watching it. I was watching My brother was sitting next to me. He was like, what the fuck are you watching? And I was like, oh, we're just kissing. Just That's kissing. so weird. Oh, noisy no, kissing. Okay. Oh, of course. Not okay. I just... Yeah, it looked like such a shit kiss. Yeah. But it did the trick. Um, Steph and Summer have been having a wee chat on the, co- the phone and he hangs up and he's like to summer look get some sleep booking to deal with all the stuff that's going on um oh yeah we missed we actually skipped that wee bit but seth no, waited till 10 or 2 yeah. and went to phone her and she phoned him yeah it was, it was really nice actually like you you do long distance with your partner yeah Alan, i've done long distance before and it just it felt quite true to long distance because we're just chatting shit yeah like she's like oh i've got a rabbit and he's like oh what's it called and lists like these 200 different names yeah and he's like, is it called Larry? And she's like, you're not called Larry. Larry. Like, it's oh, it's cute. cute. It's, it's, it's silly and it's warm and it's lovely. Yeah. So and their chat ends and Seth goes to the pool house and we figure out it's like half 12. So he's like, well, Ryan will still probably be up. And Ryan is passed out asleep and the tea hasn't been touched. So Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor's kissed. <laughs> Taylor's kiss, Taylor Swift, and just Taylor Swift in the brain, man. Taylor Swift kiss. Taylor Swift class uh, has did the trick and put Ryan to sleep. The Sleeping Beauty, the The reverse Sleeping Beauty, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's us for another week. Woo. Woo, indeed. I so obviously I'm not watching more than this. I'm really excited that Bullet will be back. Yeah. Very excited that Bill will be back. Can't wait. Yay. He's a, he's a good new character, I'm into it. Yeah. I wonder if that means Spencer will be about again, if that's since that is his son. Who knows? Time to tell. The listener of the week. Listener of the week. Do you know what's lovely about us being in the same space? Is I won't need to edit that to make it into Like, that's going to be great. Right. That felt good. We should have done some harmonies. We should have done I know. Some... Okay. We could pre-record. We should just like when we come off, we'll just record like yeah, listener of the week, and then we can just edit it in every week. <laughs> oh, well, our listener of the week this week is my friend Ben Benedict, um, who actually got married last week. Oh, congrats, Ben! Congrats, Ben! Um, 
Then, um, you're only getting less for the week because you got married. Yeah. You're welcome. We had a creepy wedding photos. We They're amazing. It, it, honestly, beautiful people. Absolutely beautiful. And um, some congratulations to you and the missus. Yeah. Oh. I hope we have a wonderful life together. Be a Sandy and Kristen for all of us. Yeah. Great. Until next week. Yes. We'll be back for a long distance. Oh, no. Oh, we get to do IRL. Do we get another IRL next week? We should get wine. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do a drunk cast? Drunk cast? <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Let me see what the diet is. Love it. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.